welcome back to the counters we are clocking in for another episode and this is episode eight episode eight i love it can you believe we made it to eight episodes yes to many more to many more okay so what is the topic today this topic is cheaters cheater cheater pumpkin eaters okay i'm ready all right guys so uh, we are gonna since vanderpump rules has started airing again on our tv screens we're gonna have a segment called bravo 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 and you know we're just gonna recap like what we watched so do you want to go first i have thoughts on this too but i talking vanderpump rules i'm so excited it's back i've like during covid i binged the whole season and i've been like obsessed since um my first takeaway from it is that i've always liked lala like she's really pretty but the dinner she had with ariana katie and Sheena really irritated me because I hate how Lala does this weird thing where like she'll be talking and she'll like start crying and then as soon as the sentence is done she's totally done crying like she'll just randomly cry and then be done in like one second like that's not normal emotions right no it's it's not normal I feel like she's being just very like maybe it triggers me because it's like manipulative and I just felt like it was such a manipulative conversation she had with Ariana where she's sitting at the table and she's like, Ariana, I feel like you don't like me. And she starts crying and then she stops crying and Ariana's and everyone's like, oh, poor Lala. And Ariana's like, no, I really like you. And then right after Ariana says, like, I like you, she goes, and just so you know, like, I did reach out to Rachel and I want to talk to her. And like, I just want you to be OK with that. And I thought that was so like, you don't say like, I feel like you don't like me. Start crying and then let them know you're talking to someone that literally like humiliated them and ruined their life yeah no i know what you mean and then i like that ariana's rebuttal to that was oh well you know when you were with your ex um nobody could play pickleball with him like she canceled shorts for doing that and i think tom sandoval and ariana were kind of close to her ex so it's like the same thing that's such a good point casey and then it's like let alone reaching out to the mistress (laughs) this is just the ex that they weren't allowed to talk to. So I'm kind of like not feeling Lala. What did you think about Lala? I mean, I think she's, well, I, okay. So I do listen to her podcast, the Give Them Lala podcast. I think that she's just been very, like she's, she admitted that she's very sensitive this season. So a lot of things tr- do trigger her. Um, I'm very neutral. I'm, since this is only episode one, I have no favorites really, except I'm standing Katie because of how they did her last season um yeah i like katie right now but i'm staying neutral i'm staying neutral with everyone else right now I love katie's hair yeah she's like yeah i love katie i like how she's in her lesbian era did you see the trailer she's like making out with that girl the pink hair with that shorts is seen too i think i think katie's gonna win <laughs> she has more riz who wouldn't choose katie oh my god i also heard on lala's podcast that she said that she's attracted to shorts and i just feel like i'm canceling lala for saying that um in my notes when i was watching this episode i did not like how ariana was treating the um tom sandoval's assistant yeah because i feel like tom sandoval's assistant Anne, i think that's her name she was really sweet and accommodating but you know what i i do kind of agree that she puts herself in that predicament because she knows who she's hers who's her boss yeah like why would you want to work for that disgusting weird yeah i feel like she did kind of shoot the messenger a little bit on that but then at the same time she probably just like feels like well i can't talk to him so i'm gonna tell you like 
Like, she's going to rage on Anne, pretty much. Yeah. Like, did Anne quit? Did she quit? I heard, like, recently, like, a week ago, she quit. What do you think about um, them living together still in the house? Ooh, that's really hard for me. I mean, I do see both sides of the coin because their names are on the lease. No one wants to budge and pay each other out or buy each other out. I think Ariana really loves this house. And... I don't know. I think um, Tom is just being petty at this point. Like, he doesn't want to give it up. I feel like Ariana is so sweet. Like, I guess, like, everyone in my family is so crazy. And, like, me, about like, like, you cheated on me with, like, our one of our best friends. Like, you did all this. Like, you need to leave this house. Like, I'll buy you out. Like, like I would not just be, like, civil. But then also, they were both not in the house a lot together, it seems like. Because Tom was filming the Fox Force show. And Ariana was doing um, Dance with the Stars. And I know she did say that, like, if she was to just move out, she would she could lose all her money from the house. Yeah, like, he could just easily take the house and she'd have nothing for it since they're not married. Like, he'll be, like, squatters, right? But still, if I was her, I'd probably get, like, a cheap little apartment and just stay the night there, like, once a week. So that I'd still have my rights, but I wouldn't have to, like, live there. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I think he should leave. He should definitely leave. Yes, no, I'm surprised she hasn't, like, kicked his ass. Like, I would be, like, poisoning him in his sleep, not, like, to die, but, like, you know, just making him so miserable there. It looks uncomfortable, though. Like, both of them, they look very uncomfortable living there because they're, like, tiptoeing on eggshells around each other. And that's not a way to live. Well, especially her. Like, she's a nice girl. Like, he's a sociopath, so maybe he gets off on it. But, like, she needs, like, your living environment is everything. Well, did you see him with the white noise machine? He put that so that um, her and her friends cannot overhear or eavesdrop on what he's saying on the phone. It's probably to Rachel. Uh, but also, I would be so upset that him and Rachel were still dating. Have you listened to Rachel's podcast? No, and I have no desire to. No, I listened to like a minute of it. It's so, it just makes you kind of want to smack her because she just is so like, takes no accountability and just keeps saying she's not, she was never friends with Ariana. Just like crazy stuff. Lala did say that she listened to some of it and it's not worth listening to so i just bypassed it i did notice one thing she does which is weird is she likes to like she was talking about the producers of her show and she's like these are my producers from the iheart radio like they've adopted me they've taken me in as like their family and it's like she always pushes that narrative that people are like taking her in like that's what she did with sheena and i've i've had friends that did this to me before like they'll start calling me their cousin and stuff like when I've not known them for long and I feel like it's like a friendship form of love bombing because it's like almost making the person they're doing it to feel like oh this person's like my really good friend like I have to be there for them they're, they're saying I'm their family now when it's like you haven't known them for that long and you don't really owe them anything I feel like she love bombs people into making them feel like they owe her stuff because like this producer is not your family bitch it's just business and they just want money out of you and you know what they better hold that money tight because when Sandoval is dying out Scandoval is dying out so what are you, what is she going to talk about for after this season is over what is she going to talk about yeah well i was listening to Lala's podcast today even though her crying irritates me but she said she was talking to the producer Brandon Pumperls and he said pretty much that, like they wouldn't have her come back on because she's too crazy like, just everything she's done. Like, he's like, I don't want to say never, but pretty much she's too much of a headache. Yeah, I don't think there's a reason for her to come back after this season. Yeah, like, this would have been the time. And apparently, like, Lala's down for her. The other weird thing about Lala being down for her, though, is, like, 
because Lolly keeps bringing up like on her podcast and stuff and like how she's kind of upset that everyone felt like so bad for Ariana when this happened to her. But it's like at the same time, though, we all saw Sheena and like Ariana and everyone take sides with Raquel and of course um, both the Toms like take Raquel's side when she was being so mean to Katie. They were all ganging up on Katie and yelling at Katie's mom, shitting on her, like all this stuff. And then it's like now we see like who she truly is and you guys were all defending her and Lala was the only one in Katie's corner. So that's also why I think we were all kind of like freaking out about, you know, Scandival because like everyone was on her side and it turns out she's just a horrible person. So why wasn't Lala like kind of more happy that like the person that was attacking Katie is actually evil. Um, do you have any tea on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or any thoughts on that recent episode? Yeah, I don't like the girl Anne Marie. I, d- I don't like how she's like, I feel like she's breaking FAFSA laws when she's talking about. And HIPAA. And hi- that's what I meant. Not FAFSA. The fuck. HIPAA. Like she could probably get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, like, the nurses are fighting, or the doctors are fighting because that other doctor from Miami, Dr. Nicole, she was coming for Anne-Marie, too. I saw that. And I was like, she's so right, though. No, Anne-Marie just, and I also didn't like how she brought up Chris, like, she's like, was being so mean to Sutton. She's like, Sutton has an eating disorder. And right away, Crystal was like, wait, what? Like, because that's a really weird thing to say to someone. And also, Crystal had an eating disorder. And then Anne-Marie said, like, Oh, I didn't say eating disorder. You said that, Crystal. But Crystal didn't say it. We all watched it. And then, like, she was going at Crystal. But, like, I feel like Crystal didn't like her because she's saying horrible things and eating disorder. Like, she's pulling things out of the air at this point. Um, How did you feel about when Crystal got put in the ambulance and then Emery came to her aid? I kind of like that. I guess what I, I didn't. I guess, yeah, like, that's nice. But I feel like Anne-Marie was like, see, now Crystal can see how important, like, my, like, what I know as, like, a care. I don't know what she said, but it's like, but she, anyone could have helped her. Like, you didn't pull out needles and shoot her up. Like, don't ask. Yeah, but none of the other ladies, like, tried or attempted to. But I feel like maybe because Anne-Marie was, like, all up on her. Oh, yeah, like, kind of crowding it. Well, yeah, and I also feel like anne was almost... Okay, this is like a hot take. I feel like anne was taking advantage of her in her time of need to make her like her. The only thing I had about this episode, I liked Erica's comedic um, timing this episode. Like when she said, Merce is in the purse. And Merce is Sutton's... If you guys aren't watching, Merce is Sutton's friend. That Sutton has his ashes. Yeah, so that was funny. And then in the preview for the next week's or next episode... Um, they, they're about to like scatter the ashes into the Spanish sea. I think, is that where they are in Spain or something? Um, they're like Spain, they're like scattering the ashes and then the wind blew it back and it like got all over Garcelle's back. I mean, I feel like that happens a lot, but it's kind of okay. No. Can I tell you a gross story? Sure. Well, not just me, everyone else that's listening. Okay, everyone, I'm sorry, this is a little gross. Um, I hope you're all over 18, but trigger warning. My, I have a half older brother, and we were not raised with him, so he's a little crazy. But my grandma, Linda, our, I love her so much, rest in peace, grandma. She died, and she got cremated, and my half-brother came, brought, each of us had a cute little, like, vial of her ashes. So he has his, his one, right, and he was... He was doing it, not me, but he was doing cocaine and he put grandma, 
its ashes in the cocaine and snorted it. Oh my god. I don't do coke. Is he still alive? Yeah, he was like happy. Um, I don't talk to him anymore because he's crazy. I just want to know if he's living and breathing. Well, actually, I don't really know. I think he's alive. Is that like cannibalism? I mean, I felt like... Because that goes into your bloodstream. I feel like a drug addict, which he kind of was, which is why I stopped talking to him. Like, then, rest... I mean, not rest in peace. I hope he's okay. Love you if you hear this. Not really, but... um, But, like, if you're a drug addict, things like that will make you, like, happy. I don't know. It's, like, a weird thing. I'm scared of him. So, I feel like if someone's grandma's ash... Or someone's friend's ashes blew on his back, he wouldn't care. He'd be like, cool. At least I didn't snort it. That couldn't be me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that wraps up Bravo Bravo. Um, Let's get into the episode. If you guys have any shows you want us to talk about, let us know. Okay. So, I, 19 female, met my girlfriend, 24 female, has been refusing to talk to me after I slept with my friend, 20 male. What should I do? I met my girlfriend, Amber, through my sister since she was a friend of hers, and we've been dating for about two years. I'm bisexual, and she's a lesbian. Six months ago, we opened up our relationship since there was just some desires we couldn't fulfill for each other. Amber was the one who first brought up and thought I was a bit reluctant due to the horror stories I've seen, eventually agreed and discussed the details at great length with a bit of online research. From the, vi- from the few sexual encounters I did have, they were all women. Amber got partners way more quickly than I did, but to be fair, I didn't have people who are already expressed interest in the past and were still interested by the time our relationship was open. Our own sex life slowly dwindled, and though I was expecting it from what I read online, I was still disappointed. Yesterday, I had a few friends come over to my apartment to eat some weed brownies. About an hour in, two of them went home, which left me with my close friend Luke alone. We eventually went into my bedroom where we were watching TV and just shooting the shit. Somehow, I ended up on the topic of Amber and my sex life, saying that I really missed her going down on me. Once I said that, Luke offered to go down on me. And in my and in my wheedled brain, basically like her high brain, I thought, why not? Our friends aren't off limits, and I agreed to let him do it. You don't need all the details to figure out what happened from the title of this post alone. Shortly after, Luke had left, and I wrote out the rest of my high alone. As I sobered up, I began to feel guilty about what I did and asked Amber to come over. Once Amber had come to my apartment, I immediately told her what happened since transparency about who we hook up with is one of our rules. Amber was pissed. We started going on a rant about how she couldn't believe that I let a man touch me like that and that Luke was trying to steal me from her and that I was going to leave her for Luke or another one of my guy friends. To be clear, there are no set rules in our agreement that I couldn't have sex with men and Amber never brought up any worries about Luke or any other man I hung out with. I tried to calm her down, but she wasn't having it, and eventually left my apartment, slamming the door so hard that one of my plants fell over because of it. Now she's been giving me the silent treatment and refusing to answer any of my texts or phone calls. What can I do to reassure her worries when she finally talks to me? Well, like, it seems to me like both of them are toxic. Like, I see, like, both sides of it. I think the one that did explore outside of the relationship i think she has a valid thing because she never was told any rules or anything like set in stone and then the other one i do feel like her feelings are valid yeah i feel like because op this girl is 19 and her girlfriend is 24 so it's kind of a red flag like yeah but yeah 
I mean, for me, I want to say if you, you're going to say open relationship, there's no rules. Just you're going to just do what you want to do at the time. Like whatever you feel, do it. And she knew that she was bisexual, right? So that then if she knew her preferences, then she should have said from, said from the beginning, like guys are off limits. The 24 year old is the one that's pissed. Is pissed, yeah. Okay, t- twenty-four-year-olds have nothing in common with a nineteen-year-old. No, that's way too big of an age gap. And especially if I feel like the twenty-four-year-old should just get out, and the nineteen-year-old she should she's young, she should explore. Well, I feel like the nineteen-year-old should like it's kind of low-key being abused because she said she didn't want to open up the relationship, but the twenty-four-year-old begged her to. There, I'm over this couple. I don't even know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Send me the post so I can comment on that to OP. Like, I don't like any of them. Yeah. Like, they're both the assholes in this situation to me. I don't think she is. But, yeah, no, I don't think she's. But I see how you could think she's ass. I think they're both assholes. I feel bad for OP. Because she's probably so sad right now. She's just young. That's what it is. But, like, they have an open relationship. So she slept with someone else. And, like, she even said that her girlfriend has been sleeping with a bunch of people. And she. And she, like, didn't really have people lined up. I feel like the OP has a young girlfriend. She wanted to cheat on her, so she convinced her to have an open relationship. She slept with a bunch of people, and now she's mad at OP for sleeping with someone. Yeah, that's what it seems. But it seems like the 24-year-old is gonna, like, I don't know. There's a double standard there. And I don't like it. And I don't like any of them right now because they're both the villains. Um, Wait, why is OP the villain, though? Because she's a dumb bitch. No, no. I think she should just get out of the relationship already. I agree with you. Was there any updates on that? The 24-year-old seems super toxic and controlling. So the top comment is, she knows you're bi, so what's with her attitude? She's the one who wanted their relationship opened up. She's the one who's out of line, not you. And then Opia didn't respond to anything, but someone commented, it's amazing how many people across the board, but she's not wrong. I think she's wrong. If you're sleeping with that's why she's not answering all these comments. <laughs> it's amazing how many people across the board don't believe in bisexuality. I'm bi, and I feel like it shouldn't be confusing. This or that, both or others, so this only? No, that's not only. No, there's no only. Hmm, maybe you're just looking for attention or you're afraid of coming out as gay. You just want to be part of the community. Wait, that comment doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. But what do you, would you date someone that's bisexual, Casey? I would date anyone i don't that i don't think their preference would matter to me honestly yeah because like i guess people say like oh they could cheat on you more that's stupid i feel like if they're gonna cheat on you they're gonna cheat on you it doesn't matter what their sexual preference is i totally agree with you yeah i would never care if someone's bisexual everybody cheats men women everybody cheats yeah anyone could cheat and even if they're straight, they could still cheat on you with the, the same sense. Like, they're probably, yeah, I would never, I would rather my boyfriend cheat on me with a guy because I would feel. You feel empowered? Well, I just wouldn't be as hurt because it's like, okay, because if he's going to cheat on me with another girl, that's hurtful because it's saying, then I'm going to, in my head, feel like, why am I not, like, is she prettier than me? But if it's a guy, like, okay, I don't have what he has. It's fine. Got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, you're missing a compartment tool there. Exactly. Like, like yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna get into the specifics, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But also, I have, cause I'm bisexual, and I, before, like, I talked to girls. I've never like fully dated a girl before, but they were like, didn't like that I was bisexual 
they were like no that's not okay they like, wanted you to be like a full-blown lesbian mm-hmm. i mean maybe that's just their preference they want someone that has a lean that's more towards their gender yeah and everyone can have their preference so yeah i guess op and her girlfriend are just a bad fit and like i said 24 year olds do not have anything in common with a 19 year old so back to the cheating thing though yeah anyone can cheat it just depends on your partner like at the end of the day it doesn't matter what they are what they like as long as you know that i mean we don't know but like as long as they like you as a person i guess yeah exactly that's really what matters and that's nice that you don't care if like someone you date is bisexual because i feel like a lot of people do oh they better be bisexual and they better buy me things (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna okay you guys this is some big island tea so there's this guy who worked at the gym and all the girls had such a big crush on him he seems from like looking at him like like a very responsible person like he taught jujitsu he taught kickboxing and he had a hello kitty tattoo so i was like oh he's bisexual but casey told me no that guy seems like trouble and i was like casey you're joking he seems so responsible he's a manager of the gym so and then casey sends me this one day big island thieves media father and son arrested during a search warrant in hilo Media release. On Friday, January 19, 2024, members of Hawaii Police Department's Area 1 Juvenile Aid Section and Vice Section arrested 32-year-old Waylon Silva and his 59-year-old father, Daryl Silva, of Hilo, following the execution of a warrant with their Hilani Street residence in Hilo. So Waylon was the manager of the gym that I go to. And it was really shocking because, like I said, he seemed like a very responsible person with like you know he's like a black belt or something anyway so during the search of the residence police recovered an unserialized nine millimeter pistol ghost gun and then it aren't and names like four other unregistered guns lots of cocaine paraphernalia it says a second warrant was served on a container located in the pocket of Daryl Silva during a pat-down search upon arrest. In the container was 31 grams of cocaine with zip packets typically used for sale distribution. On Saturday, January 20th, after conferring with the county prosecution's office, Wayland Silva, the manager of the gym, was released pending further investigation. Daryl Silva was charged with the followers' offenses. Manufacturing, purchasing, or obtaining firearm parts to assemble a firearm having no serial number, Two counts of first-degree promotion of dangerous drug, two counts of third-degree promotions of dangerous drugs, and fourth-degree promotion of harmful drugs. And then the worst, so it states their bonds. Um, the dad is still in jail, unfortunately. I mean, not unfortunately, but it's sad when anyone goes to jail. Um, the search warrant of the unserialized se- semi-automatic pistol stems from a physical domestic that occurred on Thursday, January 4th on Wailoa Street in Hilo between Waylon Silva and 26-year-old female. The victim was allegedly struck by Waylon Silva, causing a fractured jaw that required her to be medevaced to Oahu for treatment. Waylon Silva was arrested and charged on a warrant for second-degree assault and abuse of a family household member. He was released after posting the 7,000 bail. His initial court appearance was on Friday, January 19th in Hilo District Court, where the case was transferred to Hilo Circuit Court. This is like Real Housewives of Hilo shit. Like if we had, like, kind of, well, okay, because like, like I said, it's giving ghetto, but like I said, he seemed like such a 
respond. He was literally manager of the whole UFC gym. Like he seems so responsible. Not someone that sells cocaine and pistol whips people and breaks their jaws. But like everyone at the gym is so shook now because like, of course he's not there right now. I think they said he's like on leave. I don't know if they're gonna fire him or not. Girl, okay. And you're still going to this gym? Yeah. I mean, I feel like. I'm probably the type of person to always give people the benefit of the doubt, no matter their past. But this is major. It's sad. It's sad. I hope the girl's okay. It's sad for the girl. So, guys, let us know if you think that we should do that segment reading of Big Island Thieves post. Because there's some really funny ones on there. I love that you don't give a fuck about the names. I don't feel guilty because it's public. <laughs> Anyone could find it. There's a million there's a million Facebook pages about it. Like Okay. So this is just um Am I the Asshole Am I the Asshole advice asking advice needed. So it says my twenty five female girlfriend asked me, twenty four male, a hypothetical cheating question. Yesterday me and my girlfriend were watching a reality TV show where in the episode, a guy cheated on his girlfriend with one of the girlfriend's best friends. After the episode ended, my girlfriend asked me, who would you blame if your girlfriend cheated on you with one of your best friends? The friend or the girlfriend? I was initially surprised, but gave the normal answer. I never speak to either of them again. She then proceeds to say, yeah, that's like if I cheated on you with Thomas. Thomas is one of my best friends. I feel weird because I felt this comment was very unnecessary, especially because she provided a very specific answer. Am I overreacting if I sit her down and address this? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think I would sit her down, but because that was such a specific answer, specific person, her answer was quick. Like she had no, you know, time to hesitate. It's very sus. And I would just keep my eye out on her. No, that's smart. That's what I would do too. Like I would probably take this time to go through her phone. I would talk to Thomas because, and yeah, not like call her out right away, but do some digging and like, it's usually pretty, if someone's cheating on you, there's going to be some sort of evidence somewhere and then you'll have your evidence. Or even like try to gaslight Thomas into telling you. <gasps> oh my God. That's smart. Casey. be like, she just be calling him and be like hey so she just whatever this girl's name is sarah just told me that you guys slept together and i just want to know like why would you do this to me uh, and then he'll spill he'll squeal like tom sandoval <gasps> like tom sandoval and rachel the comments are stupid honestly because his name is thomas they thought he he was thomas the train so they're like oh does she come home smelling like coal does she look <laughs> like that's stupid oh <laughs> well i i want to know like if his girlfriend cheated on him or not. Okay, but then in that case, though, who's to blame, the friend or your partner? I mean, it's so sad. Like, uh, I feel like, you know, honestly, what happens most of the time, especially if this was, like, a girl's friend, a girl and a girl, th that what I've seen in, like, my own friend groups is, like, a girl's friend will sleep with her boyfriend and then they'll just blame the friend and tell the friend to go fuck themselves. Everyone will go hate the friend and then they'll stay with the boyfriend. Yeah, either party will stay with the person. Yeah, and then the friend is kind of just exiled. So like, okay, if you're the friend, you're such a dick because like, why would you hurt them like that? Now they lost their best friend and they're, well. No, it's just, it's people just are shitty. 
there's shitty people out there. It's shitty. But when someone cheats on you, ultimately you should always leave them. And I know it's really hard. Like I've been in this situation where like I was younger than my boyfriend and like I let him gaslight into believing it was my fault that he cheated on me. Like my boyfriend was like, well, you didn't like you spend the night at your friend's house that night. So I was like, that's why I cheated on you. Or he would tell me like, you you weren't listening to me when I was telling you a story. So I cheated on you. And I would like believe him and be like, yeah, it's my fault that you cheated on me. And he'd be like, I'm not going to do it. But he would literally convince me it was my fault. And I would be like, okay, yeah, it was my fault. I know. And I would stay with him. And it, the relationships got way more abusive physically and like so much worse. So it's like just best to get out always. Yeah. My advice is always to leave the country. <laughs> that's good I wish I did that but now everything is fine he's in jail so oh I think he got out but it's fine okay I have a story my girlfriend fucked a guy she knows I hate while we're on a break and I'm not allowed to be mad at her for it my girlfriend and I went on a break a while back I'll be honest and say it was 100% my fault I was dealing with pretty serious mental health issues that I refused to get tested and medicated for. We were apart for six months, during which I got diagnosed and medicated and got to a manageable point. After she found out, she came back and we reconnected and she said she wanted to try again with me. We got back together and we just didn't talk about anything that happened during the break. I wasn't doing anything, but she was. She started hooking up with a guy in my fraternity that I hate. She's, he's a scumbag and he used to say pretty racist things about me be, being half Chinese back when we were freshmen and I haven't forgotten about that. She knew I didn't like him and she knew why I didn't like him. So I didn't know this and now we've been back together for almost a year and things have been awesome. The issue now is that after a huge blowout fight with her best friend, her friend decided to be petty and tell me that during the break she was fucking that guy i asked my girlfriend if it was true and she said it was and i and tried to apologize and said i didn't care but truthfully i was so upset he said he didn't care but he was so upset first the guy's racist and was a dick to me second i'm intimidated by him because of this oh he's like six two and handsome and gets a ton of attention from women and people like to overlook him generally being an asshole because he's attractive and rich and now to me it feels like he's proven he could easily just bang my girlfriend and not think anything of it well this is kind of devastating information to me like i feel sick to my stomach about it but i can't do anything about it i can't be mad at her for sleeping with someone almost a year ago while we weren't together i can't let on how insecure i am about her being into him and enough to sleep with him i can't say or do anything and i'm not sure what to do well he just said it right there he gave himself the answer they weren't together they weren't together at the time, so you can't you can't be mad at that. Yeah, and this situation is pretty black and white that they were actually on a break. It's not like a fake break. You know, sometimes we'll cheat on you and be like, but we were on a break. And it's like, no, we weren't. Yeah. Mike's boyfriend would do that too. He'd be like, we were on a break. And I was like, we were not on a break. If I'd find out like weeks later, he'd be like, no, that, that day we were on a break. And I'd be like, no, we haven't been on a break this whole time. I just don't. Also, though, can I say I don't like that excuse of a break's. I feel like if you're going to take a break, just break up with me. Mm-hmm. Just do both of us a favor. Yeah, for sure. Breaks are... This one, this break was six months, though, so it's like a real break. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, then that means I was single for six months. I'm sorry. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, and you have no say. Yeah, she was single for six months. What do you think about, like, her... Like, I do feel really bad for him that this guy is so mean to him, and now he banged his girlfriend. Like, that sucks. What do you think about the racist? 
No, they were like enemies in the fraternity because he's racist that he's Chinese. What do you think about her sleeping with someone who she knew was racist? If she knew that he was racist. She did know that he was racist. Then that's disgusting. I would not. I would look at her differently, honestly. I would too. I feel bad for him. I'll go redo this part again. He's a scumbag and he used to say pretty racist things about me being Chinese when we were freshmen. And I haven't forgotten that. She knew. Oh, hell no. Why? No Asian hate. P.I. Okay, bitch. Like, if I was on a break with my boyfriend and I want to get back, not even if I want to get back together with him, but like, if someone said racist things to them, I would hate that person. Like, I don't like racist people. I would never go sleep with them. How does a racist get you wet? <laughs> no, really. Like, that's messed up. Well, then she's weird for that. She's a bad person. He, okay, he needs to just break up with her. I think he should. That's what a lot of the comments said. Definitely move on. That's a deal breaker. This will be dark cloud over OP's relationship and the duration he's with her. Oh, hell no. Stop Asian hate. Hashtag stop Asian hate. Stop Asian hate. So OP didn't say anything like no updates, but I do hope. But like you said, he's just going to look at her different now. And there's no really saving it because that's like he's been so shitted on by both of them and this guy already bullies him and now he gets to say i fucked his girlfriend like that's humiliating yeah that's a that's a hard thing to walk around with like knowing in the back of your mind that this person did that with your partner yeah. especially if you guys are like in, they're in the same fraternity still yeah i was gonna say that especially when you guys are in close proximity with each other that's just not gonna work if i was here and i did that i probably would choose like even if i liked him i'd choose not to get back together because then yeah on her end her conscience would be like you know yeah. oh, she's not a good person and it doesn't sound like she was very guilty about it like she's telling like we're on a break but it's like you don't sleep with someone i get there in college but just sleep with someone else who's not in his return or close your leg or oh yeah that's a good one. Close. Maybe don't be a whore. No, I'm just kidding. No, no whore shaming. It's fine if you want to like do that. Like fuck. Like maybe try try being a lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Or at least not the one guy that's racist and bullies him. Oh yeah. Maybe just not his bully. But then maybe she got like a kick out of it because she knew that this guy was degrading her partner. So it's like she'll get like the upper hand. I can see that. Like power play. Like kinky. Maybe it's her fetish. I don't know. And I'm, we're not fetish and kink shaming here. You're right. Maybe she just loves fucking the bully of her man. <laughs> That's horrible. Oh, Pete, leave her now. Like if she had slept with anyone else, I'd say you want a break. She can fuck whoever she wants. But not the guy that's racist towards you. Well, maybe he should go and mess with a girl that bullies her. You should be like, babe, I want to take a break. Take a break for like few days go sleep with her bully and then get back together like it, it was it seems kind of planned to me like premeditated yeah and she knows he has mental health issues is she trying to make him commit sudoku okay this one's kind of funny i'm a nail tech who helped a client get back at her cheating husband i'm a nail tech and i usually post my work on my instagram page to show my new clients or possible clients my work one day i had a client come in and i've changed her name to nancy nancy was a regular she's someone i'd see at least every month for a fill or a set in general she was usually loud and outgoing but this time she came in and i didn't get the energy at all she sat down and showed me a picture the picture was of a blue long set that i had done at least five days ago she told me straight up that that's exactly what she wanted down to the shape length charms all of it i was confused because i know 
she would usually get freestyles, so I asked her what's up. That's when shit went downhill. She started to tell me about how she's seen this exact set in a video on her husband's phone and that she was the woman her husband's been sleeping with. She tried waiting for her husband to confess, but he didn't cave. Recently, he's been complaining about her hands or how ugly her nail sets were and how she should have been, how she should be doing them. And each inspo pic he showed her was one of the same sets I'd done on the other woman. So she decided to get the exact same nails for however long her husband didn't get rid of the affair, just to drive him insane because he couldn't fathom not knowing what's going on. In my mind, I was screaming, oh shit. I ended up doing the exact same set on Nancy. I continued to do the other client's nails as well, aka the other woman, and whenever she would come in for a new set, I'd shoot Nancy a text to come in as well. Her husband began to catch on to the woman having the same nails. It got to the point where he was so nervous around Nancy, knowing that she definitely knew. Her husband ended up confronting her about it, and he ended his affair with the other woman. They ended up divorcing as well as, as the process is still going on. But the funniest part about all of this is that the day Nancy's husband asked her out to dinner so that they could talk, she booked a session with me for a fill. She brought in their wedding vows that were each written on small cards that were read at their wedding and asked me to encapsulate the vows onto her nails. This was the craziest set I've ever done and by far the funniest revenge ever. I ended up doing her nails and she went out to dinner with her husband along with the divorce papers. As far as the other woman, I completely stopped servicing her because she, my policy doesn't allow horse. She was very much aware of Nancy as well as the marriage. Like, okay, so this is just like the psychology part of me thinking. Did she get the same nails as a mistress to kind of like play the husband? Like mine. But yeah, I respect her for, I wouldn't be able to hold that in however long it's like she just didn't confront her husband. She just kept getting the same nails as a mistress. Because he knew, he knew something. I love that. There's this show, I can't remember if it's on Hulu or what, but um, it's like a series and it's like dated back in the 1950s and this woman actually became friends with the husband's mistress and like i don't you've probably seen it on tiktok i've seen it on tiktok i really wanted to watch it why women kill why right? women kill yes yes i love i want to watch that too i just keep forgetting but it's pretty much the same it's, that's what it's giving but it's like in that show like the woman was fine with her husband because it was in the 50s but she was like fine with the husband cheating on her yeah i feel like back then they were just very submissive because they had to be because like they weren't allowed to work that kind of leads into our next post because i mean that definitely still is a situation when you have kids and you have to be a stay-at-home mom then you don't really have like an option to work anymore. A girlfriend, 27 female of two years, wants me, 34 male, to start paying her $10,000 a month to continue dating, saying it is normal courting behavior in her Latino Mexican culture. Can anyone with a similar background confirm if this is true or not? My girlfriend of two years says she wanted to have me courting in our relationship, so I asked her to make a list of all the things she would like. Most of the list seemed reasonable, but one of them items was that she wanted me to start paying her 10000 a month in order to show that I am serious about the relationship, saying this is a traditional in her Me this is traditional in her Mexican cultural heritage. I had never heard of this. Can anyone confirm if this is commonplace or not? For context, we both live in the United States. She was born in Mexico City and grew up in the States. I am from South Asian ethnicity and was born in the U.S. and grew up here. I typically pay for all of our dates, trips, and she will sometimes contribute to the tips at a restaurant. I love her. She's 
She's an icon. So he's like asking, like, does anyone else have this and they date Mexican women? Is she lying? Or is this real? I don't know. Like, like, is that a thing? Well, you know, Mexico City is very different from the rest of Mexico. Oh, so <laughs> she's so iconic for this. I think she's just letting him know that that's what she wants. But she's like trying to make it seem legit by saying, like, if you want to date a girl from Mexico, you got to pay 10000 a month. So the top comment is, my sister-in-law is Mexican, born and raised. And I showed her this post and now I can't get her to stop laughing she laughed she's laughed so hard she might pull a stomach muscle she didn't realize she could have been making bank before she married your sibling so then a bunch of the comments are like mexican ladies being like i'm wondering where my ten thousand a month is oh because it's made up i mean if he was dumb enough to fall for it everyone's saying i'm wondering where my white man dowry is she could have said like you know i expect from my boyfriend to give me this allowance and that would have been like true because like you can ask whatever you want and he can see if he wants to do it or not. But like it's just funny that she was like, no, if you date a girl from Mexico, you have to pay 10000 a month. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> he doesn't update. He should do it. Like if she's hot. She's worth it. Do it. Give her 10000 a month. And then someone commented, I'm sorry, what? I'm from Mexico and this does not happen at all. Paying her to be your girlfriend. She's taking you for a ride. Ask what's really the reason she's asking for so much. And I would highly reconsider the relationship because this is not normal. I'm offended that she's, she's Mexican culture as a way to get one over on you. It's common that the male partner pays for everything in terms of dates, but not hand over a specific amount each month. My guess is she probably doesn't really like him and just wants him for money and she knows he has enough, so. Okay, so that is our episode on cheaters. Ugh, cheaters give me a headache. No, it's kind of depressing. There were some really sad ones I didn't read, but they were devastating. It's okay. I like the happy ones. There's one I'm looking at, but I, I'm not going to read it, but she is like getting cancer treat. She's going in through chemo. And she's finding condoms in her husband. Oh my god, no, no, no. That That is too depressing for me. <laughs> so horrible. Uh, this week was a long one. Hmm. My beat. Wait, what is it? I don't think I have a crease this week. But I think my beat is I learned that do it for the plot, replace YOLO. I feel so old. Do it for the... I, I finally figured out what it meant. Do it for the plot. It just means like you only live once. Yeah. Do it for the plot kind of makes me want to do it more than YOLO. Because YOLO... Because like do it for the plot is like... So you have like interesting story to your grandkids. YOLO is like you only live once. Like you could die. Like it's kind of depressing. No, I kind of like YOLO. Like in 2014 when someone said YOLO, it made me want to like jump off a cliff. Oh, yeah into the water and or jump off a boat and be like yellow <gasps> yeah do it for the plot it makes me just not want to do shit <laughs> you're right it makes you think about it like i don't really need this in my plot i don't need this i don't need to do this i don't even i don't give a fuck i'm the main character well me and my sister are in a fight that'd probably be the crease sibling fights are the worst like mm, yeah no no, I know it's hard. It's hard to navigate a sibling um, feud. Like, it's like you love them, so that makes you want to go harder. But you're also comfortable, so you could, like, you guys could fist fight. But then, like, yeah, they usually go, well, those whores. <laughs> um, and then my beat. 
I know I have some good beats. I'm just forgetting. Um, I've been watching my brother's bunny for a while, and it's really cute. Yeah, and also, I like the photo shoot we did today. I think it turned out good. Oh, I know. It was so hard for me to not to choose today. Like, today was just a vibe. Alrighty, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, have a, like, productive week. Yeah, have the best week ever. Have the best week ever and catch us when this drops. And don't cheat on anyone. Bye. Don't cheat, you whores. Sorry, you little chickadees. <laughs> don't be a cheating chickadee. Okay, bye. Keep your legs closed. To marry men. <laughs>